You're listening to a Flawless Noises Media Network production. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to Mystic Moments where I am bringing a little wisdom and mysticism to your week. And baby girl, it's a good month. You know why it's a good month? Because not just me having one episode, I got two episodes for you, girl. (laughs) We start off 2023 strong, mama. And guess what? This is such a special episode because... (laughs) I have a guest. Somebody wanted to come through Mystic Moments and they wanted to speak on the show. They wanted to be a part of the experience. Okay. So I have someone who is a trusted um, seer, trusted herbalist, trusted astrologist, uh, astrologer. I don't know where the fuck I got astrologers from. Girl, (laughs) boo at me. (laughs) But no, I wanted to um, introduce you all to someone that I had the opportunity to meet. This was, oh my God, back in what, 2021? 2021. 2021, yes. Yeah, it was the Creators Week that Instagram had. Yeah. Yes, we we met each other during Creators Week on Instagram, which was an opportunity that I had to do some readings for a bunch of different creators over on Instagram. But I would like to introduce you all to Madi at Illis Divinity. So Madi is a seer, Vedic astrologer, tarot card reader, Reiki healer, herbalist and bruja based in the valley of the sun phoenix arizona she has used her gifts and esoteric knowledge for the last seven years to help others navigate their spiritual awakening she's a woman of community and as such see and assist those who are ready to heal their childhood past life and relationship trauma she's a catalyst for people by bringing awareness to repeated karmic cycles which are hindering self-realization and ultimately empowering them to stand in their power to create a more aligned reality Marty's also featured every monday morning on the first latina nationally syndicated radio show in the country the dana cortez show her segment is called What's your sign? And airs across the country. She's also a mommy of two girls, an animal lover, and music addict. So let's welcome to the stage. Welcome to the stage, Madi at Illis Divinity. How are we doing, Madi? How are you doing today? We're doing amazing. That was such an intro. Thank you so much. <laughs> I'm excited. I'm excited to be here. I love you. And I'm just honored that you invited me. And it's such a great year already. So I'm excited to get this year going. Yes, because mm-hmm. I was about to say uh, January has been she's been a year so far. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, it's already been it's only been a few weeks, but yes, it's already been a, a year. <laughs> it's been a year so far, but I wanted to begin because I also know that you are a Capricorn sun in tropical astrology, even though you study Vedic astrology. Would you be a Capricorn in Vedic astrology as well? No, I'm a Sagittarius sun in Vedic. Mm. Yes. But in Vedic astrology, we place a lot more emphasis on the moon sign versus the sun sign. So that's a big difference with Western and Vedic. But yes, I would be a Sagittarius sun in Vedic, um, but Capricorn in Western and my birthday happened um, January 2nd. So shout out to all the Capricorns. (laughs) Shout out to all the Capricorns out there. How was your birthday? How, how did you celebrate? Did you do anything fun? I, you, I woke up to a beautiful text from you. 
and checking in on me first of all <laughs> that's actually the first thing i saw on my birthday like how you doing mama <laughs> i'm like i'm very amazing <laughs> thank you but yeah i just went to dinner with friends family um my daughters of course um it was such a chill day but it was such a beautiful day the whole day it was just everything went perfect and i couldn't have asked for a better birthday amen i love yeah. that um, yeah. so I actually, I love to ask everybody when they come onto the show, um, their big three are their SMR, their sun, moon, rising. So would you feel comfortable sharing that with the listeners? What is your sun, of moon, course. rising? So Western astrology, I'm a Leo rising, mm -hmm. I'm a Libra moon and Capricorn sun. And yeah. Okay. okay. So Leo rising, you said Libra moon, which we share the same. Yes, Capricorn we do. Sun. I did. I was doing them. I was over here. I felt like that. You know that uh, gif of that lady where she's doing like the the calculations in her <laughs> yes. brain to look confused because I was like, wait, you said Leo first, but then I was like, oh, she did Rising first. So I was doing it backwards in my head, and I was like, oh yeah, you got it, girl, you got it. Uh, but no, that's. Really <laughs> I always start with the Rising. I don't know. I just always start with that first house. But yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, completely understand. And I was also going to say Leo is very fiery, and I was going to say mm -hmm. I'm looking at your beautiful hair right now. And I feel like it oh. matches that Leo, that Leo yes. vibe. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always switching it up. You know, my hair is always something people notice when they first see me. They're always complimenting my hair. So thank you. But even when it's like not done at all, it's like, oh, I love your hair. And I'm like, um, I literally did nothing to it. <laughs> but you know who is a Leo rising? Drake. And really? also, um, uh, I don't want to bring him up, but Donald Trump. And what do we know about Donald Trump? His hair. His hair. His toupee. toupee. And Drake, the hair, the, hair. the little heart. Every time uh, people, he changes his hair, it's a thing on social mm, media. So those are some that. traits of Leo Risings. You notice their hair. That is actually something I'm going to start paying attention to because I've also noticed a lot of the Leo sons or Leo Risings that I've met or have in my life across like my life have always had beautiful big hair in some way shape or form or their hair stands out it's like the first thing that you notice about them and it's just like oh my god like it's like their signature you feel what i'm saying yes it truly is <laughs> <laughs> so i know that you are a vedic astrologist in or astrologer why do i keep saying astrologist what the hell is going on with me today <laughs> <laughs> I know that you are a Vedic astrologer in Vedic. What would your placement be? Because I know that you mentioned you were a Sagittarius. Yeah. So I'm still a Leo rising on mm -hmm. in both systems. So I'm a true Leo rising. Um, I am a Sagittarius sun, but my okay. moon does change also to Virgo. So I would be a okay. Virgo moon. Mm -hmm. Okay, nice. Okay, That's so that, that water. Fire. Um, fire, a lot of fire, and then that earth. Mm -hmm. Like grounding. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Nice. And I feel the grounding energy whenever I talk to you. You're always just mm -hmm. such a grounding spirit. And if you have never had the opportunity to meet um, Maria Ellis Divinity, like you should. Um, when we connected, it was just like a vibe. You know, like you get like a vibe with somebody when you just like meet them. And I remember meeting a couple of like different people that that day. But you were somebody that like stood out to me as just like being like somebody that I wanted to like get to know like outside of like that experience. And yeah. also just like the work that we do is similar yet different in so many different ways, especially because you spend a lot of time like wanting to empower other women in like your community and wanting to show up for people in ways that, you know, you wanted to show up for yourself just like growing up, you know what I mean? And I no, wanted facts. to know just like, how did you get to where you are? Like, what was kind of like that push to really get you to that place of wanting to do like this esoteric work? 
Well, I had a spiritual awakening, like a really dark night of the soul is what they call it, you know, what we call it. Um, that's what really like triggered everything to happen. But I've always had a, a passion for helping others. And that passion started when I was 16 years old. Mm -hmm. um, um, me and you have had this conversation, um, but I was like into drugs a lot. Mm -hmm. And I, my parents actually put me in a rehab facility um, mm -hmm. when I was 16 years old. And through my connections with the other kids, my age, you know, 16, 17 um, year old kids, um, I found a passion for wanting to help. You know, that actually was a real big reason why um, I wanted to heal myself so that I can help heal others because I saw so much pain in the world. And I did relapse because, you know, drug um, addiction is a bad thing. It's a real hard thing to get over. Um, so I ended up going back when I was 17 years old, um, to rehab, <laughs> um, because of my relapses. Um, but I was really lucky to have had my ancestors come through for me. I didn't know it at the time, but it was such a strong, now looking back, I recognize a lot of signs that were happening that I missed completely at that time. I was only 16, 17, but yeah. they were always behind me. And um, so there were my strength, my spirit guides guided me as well. Um, and they always led me to where I need to be. And that's, Amen. that's why I want to help. I want to help the community um, figure themselves out. Yes. Oh, my God. Thank you so much for sharing your story, especially as someone who has been in the throes of addiction and is still deep in like those situations where it's just like trying to find myself and also just like having these conversations reminds me how important it is to like give a voice to sometimes those demons that a lot of people may be dealing with but like yeah. we feel so much shame and like having these conversations because it's just like you know people think that we should like have it together or, you know but we don't understand that sometimes especially like substance abuse like it's cunning it's baffling and at mm -hmm. times it helps you get it gets you to a place where sometimes you can't even see yourself but having these discussions and just like being vehicles for other people who may not have the language or may have the vocabulary or may have the courage in order to talk about it it gives like that little ripple you know what i'm saying in the pool absolutely of somebody maybe wanting to like have the power or the courage to really just be like actually like this life is not the life that i want to lead anymore because it's not leading me anywhere and as you also said having the support of your ancestors and your guides um and people in your life that love you and want to see you through and want to see you like on the other side of things, that's what keeps, you know, keeps me going. And I know yeah. that's gotta be a part of like what keeps you going too. It really is. And I've always found that the true healers in the world have gone through the hardest shit. In yes. the, and can we cuss on here? <laughs> oh, absolutely. Child, okay. <laughs> hell, hell motherfucking yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, because like literally the, the best healers are the ones that fucking heal themselves and that can yes. understand you on a level because they fucking been there it's yes. not something that they're coming up with they're not reading a book they're not taking a course they fucking done it and yes. that is exactly why the enemy we'll call it the enemy the darker mm -hmm. forces try mm -hmm. to dim those lights out here in the world yeah. through things such as addiction through things such as whatever it is that you're mm -hmm. dealing with and it takes a strong soul to get past those things. And that's why you get the badge of honor to 
you've passed your test. And not to say that that was your only test because life is always going to test you. But you are always going to have that inner knowing that you've already overcome so much. Mm -hmm. And now that you're here, you can overcome anything. Yes. And so that is why I do what I do. Amen. Amen. And I love that you labeled it as like darker forces. Some people, especially because I grew up in the church, they call it the devil. Okay. <laughs> and it's oh, like, yeah. those, those... I grew up in the church too. And I, I reframed my mindset and my verbiage around that. Yes. Yes. Because it really is the darker forces or as even in the tarot, because I know you read tarot, it would be the devil. And it's just like right. those, those addictions, like those habits, those beliefs, those vibrations that keep you in a certain frequency that are not of best service to you and to best service to the people around you. And it's like those cycles that you find yourself in that really just like have you looking at yourself, not realizing your own divinity, you know what I mean? Your own power. And I think that I love that like, okay, so now I have to ask, where did Illis divinity come from? It came from a lot of things. Um, I'm a hip hop head. And Nas Nas is one of my favorite rappers, Nas. Mm. And his first album was called Illmatic. Illmatic, yep. And (laughs) there's a song that, well, the whole album is fire. That's that's one of my favorite albums. But the song, The World Is Yours, that Mm. song really carried me through a lot of my, I used to hear that song a lot. Tupac too, but that song really helped me understand that I can do whatever I want out here in the world. Like the world is mine if mm-hmm. I want it to be. And also his name in another album was called Nostradamus. And so mm-hmm. Nostradamus was a prophetic seer and he predicted a lot of events throughout the years. So I really correlated Nas through Nostradamus, through the, you know, being illmatic and yes. that album. So that is where the illest part of my name comes from. And divinity is just a given. It's like your divinity, your your God-given source, God consciousness. You know, you you have everything that you will ever need within you already. And that's your divinity. It's just a matter of finding it and going there, going and finding it within. Nothing outside of you is as strong as you are inside. And that's where my name came from. (laughs) Illest divinity. I love the fuck out of that because mm-hmm. I was going to say growing up, my dad actually, we used to listen to a lot of like hip hop, like rap um, mm-hmm. growing up. So Illmatic was one of those albums that my dad used to spend all the time. And when you mentioned pop, that's that's my that's pop. That's my baby. <laughs> that's my heart. That's my everything. <laughs> that's my daddy. So I, I yes. think that's a long way. Um, yes. No, I absolutely love that. And also, because this is coming up as well in my mind, I want to talk about curanderismo because I know that you Mm. have a a family of healers as well. So do you feel like those gifts have just like been in the bloodline for like forever and you're just kind of like taking them and... I don't even want to use the word manipulate, but I want to, I think of, because whenever you hear the word manipulate, you think about it as like a negative, but I think Mm. about it in the sense of like, you're using those gifts and that healing power in this day and age in order to be of service to the people around you. So I wanted to know a little bit more about like your history with that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Well, my grandmother was a sobadora, which basically Mm -hmm. means she was a healer with her hands. And so Mm -hmm. she would work energy with her hands on people's bodies. And Mm. so 
she didn't call it Reiki because that's something completely different, but yeah. she pretty much was giving energy and moving energy in the people's bodies physically. So that's what she did for all the family and people that would know that she did that. They would bring people to her to see. And that was on my mom's side. And on my dad's side, my, my grandma was big into herbs. Like she, her, that was, that's where I get the herbalist side from and mm. more of like the earth grounded energy from in my, in my family lineage. My dad is in my family in Mexico grow avocados for a living in corn. So they're agriculturists. So mm. that's where the green thumb comes in. And so all of the using the herbs and also my hands and the witchy stuff I'm learning through my ancestors who have passed and just channeling their energy because I have not had anyone specifically in my family teach me like, this is what you're supposed to do. Like yeah. that's all things that I've had to channel and meditate on and just connecting with my ancestors on a 5d level. And that's what's guided me here to do mm -hmm. more of like the brujeria stuff, but the curanderismo, the healing modalities that's been in my family. You forever. know, mm -hmm. forever. And I want to help the community. And of course, I did um, get Reiki certified. So that's another layer that I now I'm learning as well. Well, I've already been certified, but I'm doing and practicing here now. Oh, as nice. Well. Yeah. Okay. No, I love that you have like all it's like basically like this beautiful little pot of healing that you have. Yeah. And it's like <laughs> a little pot. It, yes. Yes. It's like you're throwing everything in from like all the different modalities and all the different practices, which makes you and I think that it's like a beautiful little mezcla of like all these beautiful things that are just like I going love on. that and throwing yes. some Tupac and some Nas in there too. Yes, it's a, <laughs> I mean you gotta throw in a little gangsta. I mean you are talking yes. to you are talking against the Gurry my love. Yes, like, come baby. on. <laughs> so you know I already know. Um, yes. Okay, this is a random side note that came up <laughs> that has nothing to do with what we just discussed, but when you mentioned coming from like um, like a Mexican family. Okay, so there was this tweet that I was tweeting earlier today. Mm -hmm. So growing up, okay, so like there is this scent that I would smell all the time that like, so I went to school in Conyers, which is a very small city in Jordan. And a lot of my classmates, Athena, they were Mexican women. And I was always just like, they would have like this little like pink, lotion bottle that they would always like have and the smell always just like I don't know it was just like a smell that I always like loved so I was in the gym earlier today and there was a guy that like walked by and he smelled like it and I was like what is this smell like because it feels like every like like person of Mexican descent that I've met has that scent and somebody was like oh it's Heinz and then other people were like no it's Suavitel and I'm like <laughs> So do you know of either of these? <laughs> I know Suavitel because that's all we used when growing up, you know, just to make our clothes nice and fluffy <laughs> and, and smell good. <laughs> yeah. So I was but I, don't, I think I know what you're talking about, but I don't know the name. It's been so long since I've, I, it's like a long, it's like a bottle and it's kind of like a genie bottle. I don't know. Yes. Just, mm -hmm. I don't yes. remember the name Ugh. and I have bad memory too. So I'm like, ah. No, <laughs> no, it's all good. I just thought it was very interesting that I was just literally mentioning um, like Mexican, which is like, oh, like we're talking about this. Um, yes. But now I'm like, now I have this desire to go to like, cause they were like, you can find it at any of like the stores that sell like, you know, different spices mm -hmm. and things of that nature. And I was like, don't have me out here looking for suave tail. And then people were like, <laughs> well, please my mom is right. They were like, please do not. They were like, you did not want to smell like that. Like girl. I was like, okay, girl, like. I 
will definitely keep that in mind. Um, but it was just something that popped into it. Anyway, mm-hmm. <laughs> moving on. Um, but no, so I know that now we are in Aquarius season in tropical astrology, mm-hmm. traditional astrology. Um, let's talk about Capricorn season just like as a wrap up because that just like happened. I know for me personally, like we had Mercury retrograde happening in Capricorn, um, which stemmed from the end of last year into the beginning of this year. And I right. know that for me personally, like I was my favorite Kim K line as of recent, get your fucking ass up and work. <laughs> and work. And, if, and it was like, it was like, she was like, I, it seems like nobody wants to work these days. And I was like, well, baby, I was working. Okay. I was busy. So I don't know about you. Like, did you find Capricorn season be very busy for you? Like if you were going to give a uh, Capricorn season, uh, a wrap up in a couple of words, what would your wrap up of Capricorn? Planning. A lot of planning. planning. Yeah. Mm. Um, again, well, you're, we're talking Western here. With Capricorn, it's a doing sign, you know, a lot of doing sign. But for Vedic, it, it was actually Sagittarius season still. So mm. Sagittarius is like the visionary for like the future and like, you know, like the, the forward thinker, um, the teacher and like the contemplator. So now we're in Capricorn season and now I'm like doing more things, you know, but I would feel like Capricorn season in Western, which everyone knows was a planning stage for, for a lot of the collective. And I felt a lot of that because Mercury was retrograde. So a lot of people weren't getting their actions to their plans yet. Now it just went direct and we're now able to take action and take those steps. Right. It feels like things are moving really fast all of a sudden. Yeah. And it's like, I was just doing a reading for myself. This is something I've always, you know how it's funny how it's like some of the basic things that you started doing, like when you were really getting into your woo-woo bag, as I like to call it. And it's like, oh, like I'm going to do a reading, you know, around like new moons. I'm going to make sure I'm setting my intentions, like all those things that sometimes fall by the wayside because life be life in. And now it's like, actually like, I need to get back on the, I need to get back on the the plan with this. Mm-hmm. Essentially, I did a little session for myself and all of it was just like, you're working too much. You're working a lot. You need to rest. You need to prioritize rest. And then I looked at my schedule and calendar for the next like four weeks. And I'm like, fuck, like, you are busy, bitch. <laughs> like, yeah, you, so told, you told me you were on. busy. Yeah, because now it's like, do, 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 let's go. Yes, it's literally like all gas, no breaks. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yo, <laughs> like, what is going on right now? Like, mama needs a moment to rest. And I'm like, I think that what I'm realizing that's important for the collective is like, we're going to be busy, but planning intentional rest for ourselves. Like, we have all I love these that. days of like making things happen, but like, are we also putting time and effort and energy into making sure that we're making rest happen? Like, what are the days, like scheduling in time, even in the days where there is stuff going on? Like, I'll be honest with you, before we hopped on here, I had to take a nap. (laughs) No, I probably should have. And I love that you're saying that because it is important, just as important to schedule in that rest because otherwise you're sitting around feeling bad that you're even laying down. And yeah. you feel like it's not something you're supposed to be doing, you know? Mm-hmm. I felt very guilty at first because I, let me give you the the skinny, okay? So just for people out there, it's like 933. Shout out to my uncle because every time I see 933, I think about my uncle. Shout out to Frills. Um, but no, it's uh, evening time. And y'all know I be recording during the daytime, child. So I was like, oh, this is going to be a late night set. 
Mama had to go to Jersey today because she's running an event, which I'll share about in a little bit if any of the listeners out there live in New Jersey. Um, but I had to go to an event space that I'm going to be a part of like this experience, like a winter social that I'm doing. So I had, Awesome. I'm in physical therapy. So I had to go to physical therapy. Then I had to go to Jersey. Then I had to come back here. 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 Then I had to come back
You know, a lot of cultures where that lucky rabbit's foot or they hold on to that because it brings luck, abundance, wealth. Mm -hmm. And so it's a lucky year, but it's also a year of relaxation because of that mm -hmm. water element. So it goes a lot with what you're saying of resting and making sure you prioritize yourself. It's a love. It's a self-care, self-love type of year, but also mm -hmm. a lot of contemplation because you can't know where you're going until you really take a step back. A lot of times it's like that pink man energy, right? Where you have mm -hmm. to change perspectives and pause for a bit. Mm -hmm. So that's the energy that I'm picking up for this year based on the Lunar New Year. Hmm. I think that also is interesting goes in conjunction with the numerolog uh, numerological year us being in number seven. seven. Yes, yeah. it really does. It's not a coincidence. It's like the synchronicity, excuse me, synchronicities are not a coincidence. Yes. They're in alignment with one another. Spirit is asking us to really go within this year because the universal year seven is all about going within. It's a, you're a spiritual growth Yes, and you can't grow spiritually if you don't go within. Like I said earlier on, you know, you have to go inside because that's where the answers lie. Mm -hmm. So Ooh, it's going to force a lot of people to really go, figure out themselves and growth. But it's yeah. tough if you're not the type of person that's used to um, connecting with yourself, maybe because some people find it uncomfortable. Some people don't know what to do. They want you to hold their hand through it. Mm -hmm. And it's not something that I can tell you, oh, this is this is the one, two, three step system to go within. It really is about you connecting and getting to know yourself. Yeah. And how do you do that by what do you love to do? Do more of that. Get to know what makes you happy. Get to know what you don't like. Get to know what what your triggers are. All these little things, they're part of getting to know yourself and falling in love with you. People struggle with that when you they do really the core of everything. Some people you struggle with this year is going to push a lot of people. It's mm -hmm. going to really push a lot of people. So all that like love and light type of stuff. It's great. And it is it's I feel like this year is going to really be very expensive in a good way. But it's yeah. going to test those that are not comfortable with themselves mm -hmm. and that are not in alignment with what they're really supposed to be doing out here. Child, why do people that I know's faces flash before my eyes just mm -hmm. then? Like, I know there are a couple people that are going to be personally dragged by this year because I'm getting this sense of like, there are some people who already made, as I like to refer to it, the quantum leap. You feel what I'm saying? The leap, right. the, new, the new iteration, the new timeline, the new world, if you want to call it like that, as far as just like understanding this, the light forces, the dark forces, understanding themselves, their place, being able to see themselves, and then people that are still in service to others while thinking that they're in service to self, when they're really in service to other people's perceptions and other people's beliefs, instead of really going inward and just doing what it is that they know that they should be doing. And those are the people that that are going to struggle if they are not willing to literally just like break through that invisible glass ceiling and show up as who they are meant to show up at. And I feel like right. that's where a lot of those struggles are going to be coming from for folks. That, and the spiritual community is going through it right now, too, because yeah. it is those people that, again, number seven, the, the number of spiritual growth, the spiritual number, right? The God number. God created the earth in seven days. So you're mm -hmm. creating yourself in, in this year the year number yeah. seven. And so those that are not in alignment that are already in this community are going to be tested. I've been talking about that since last year and 2020. And it's going to really put a lot of people's like life 
in their hands? Like, where do I have to go to really feel good about what I'm doing? Am I serving? Am I serving for ego purposes? Or am I serving because I actually want to serve? Is this really my calling? Or is this just a way to make money? So it's a lot of that for the spiritual community this year. Ooh, ooh. I can't <laughs> wait to see. And I don't know why, as I closed my eyes just then, I saw an elephant. And I don't know if you- Long journeys. Mm. that's what elephants represent to me long journeys but that leave you wiser yes and also like the strength to like remove obstacles remove any negative forces that are kind of like like and I also think, like i think about like the wisdom that it takes in order for you to see yourself through that experience also that has that has been happening a lot i feel like my gifts are like unlocking and they've been unlocking an animal lately so i love like, animals I my eyes <laughs> I know, I was going to say, you are animal lovers, so I guess mm -hmm. it was something that me speaking to you, my your guys speaking to me to speak to you, so I feel like this is actually a really powerful year for the collective mm -hmm. in general, but I'm looking forward to, because I think my theory is that odd years are so much more fun than even in general. I feel like if you think about every even year as of recent, even years have been so much more tense and terse. And it has been. They feel exciting. Think about 2020. 2020 was the pandemic year. 2022, I don't know what, I don't know who that hoe is, but we ain't talking <laughs> about her no more. <laughs> no, we don't know her. <laughs> we don't know her. She don't live here. No. no. <laughs> I love odd number years as well. Like one of my favorite um, years was 2016 and that was a universal year uh, nine, I believe. Yes. And so that was such a, for me, and for a lot of people, like, because I've seen it recurringly after that year occurred, a lot of people comment on whether it's on Twitter or under posts and comments, like, can we just go back to 2016 when things, it's always 2016. And I'm like, well, that was my, the year that I had the best time too. So really? it's a, yeah, it's a thing. I don't know if you've seen it, but maybe I some of your listeners. That. No, I've definitely seen that comment. However, 2016 was such a weird year for me. Like, it's one of those years where I feel like I was alive, but like, was I really alive or was that some mm. other person? That right. Was, my, my 2016 year was 2017. Even though I started mm. off the year, like, <clears throat> I don't know, I go back to that year and it felt like, I just felt happier. I was probably also, I go back to that year specifically because I was dealing with this fuck boy and he broke my little heart. But Aww. I I lost all my little weight and I was feeling like my I was feeling real good even though I was like fuck him I like yeah. switched jobs I was you know I I think that summer was the first summer I was really feeling sexy in my body and everything like that like it was the first summer that I was like oh we going to the beach okay we gonna live out <laughs> we gonna live out loud we gonna be feeling good um, and it was also the year that I was in this apartment like, full time but 2016 was the year that I ended up getting into this apartment that I've been in since and oh. ever since then it's been like it's been a, a an upward trajectory we'll that's amazing. So, you're ending cycles and beginning new ones <laughs> in that year. Mm -hmm. Yes. Oh, I, lo I love that for me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so the last thing I wanted to talk about before we take our break is we have a full moon that's going to be coming up on February 5th. Um, mm -hmm. And it is in Leo. So that's right. very exciting. And it's as very looking, much my rising. <laughs> yes. Okay. So I was thinking it's going to be snatching you by the, snatching you up real good, but it's going to be a really exciting full moon. I love a full moon in Leo because things 
really powerful, Powers Are Rising. And it mm -hmm. talks about how our egos can be on full display as we open our hearts to love, glamour, and a little bit of drama to heat up a cold night. So Ooh. I know, right? I love a, yes. listen, a little <laughs> bit of drama is always good, okay? <laughs> I love a good drama. I look. I love a good dramatic entrance, and I'm sure that full moon is going to make that happen. She really is. I'm looking forward to her mainly because I know that whenever a full moon comes around, that's when I'm in like the best of moods for some reason. Full moons are when I'm in good moods. New moons are very like meh. Like this new moon in Aquarius that just passed through on Saturday, I believe it was. It was like leading up to it. I was like, oh, here she comes. And I was like, all right, here's the moodiness. Because I don't know, Aquarius season makes me feel very general. Like, I'm a moody person, like, naturally. But it really brings up, like, the moodiness of Gigi, the mood of Gary. Like, mm. the moodiness of DeAndre. Like, honestly, like, just all my moods, damn it. So, <laughs> for me, I was just like, okay, like, let's get through this energy. It's going to be fine. And I feel like as we're kind of, like, as we're getting through, like, these last couple of my spirit is, like, coming back. But this full moon, honey, I think that she's going to be great. Um, what are your predictions as far as like the or two? Um, how do you normally like to spend full relaxing? Full moons are all about <laughs> releasing, but it's also yeah. a good day to do witchcraft and brujeria, which I love to use the full moons for that. But I don't know if I'll be doing that this this time. Um, but I do love to relax during a full moon because for me, full moons actually make me very emotional yeah. <laughs> i'm an emotional girl anyway but yeah i'm uh very connected to the moon because of my nakshatras nakshatras are the moon signs that vedic astrology uses so in uh, western you guys focus on the sun signs which revolve around the sun but in vedic we focus on the moon signs that revolve around the moon and those are called nakshatras um, and so my nakshatra is actually ruled by the moon. So moon cycles really affect me and mm -hmm. the full moons are always going to make me feel like everything. Um, and new moons always drain me because it's like they're new and they're dark. It's a dark moon, you know? Yeah. So, but my prediction for this, um, upcoming full moon is really about connecting to your authenticity because it isn't Leo. So it is one of those moons that are really going to allow you to let go of things that are not in alignment with your authenticity. And that is a big, big theme. But plus, Leo is the sign of the heart, the fifth house, romance. And, you know, it's February, so it's going to be Valentine's Day, Valentine's Month. Mm. So lovers are, you know, that energy is coming around. So it's going to be like that romantic show out, you know, step out of um, the town and really mm -hmm. show yourself, get yourself a boo. Okay. Listen, from your <laughs> lips to goddess's ears, I would, yes. I would like a boo, please. Okay. Take, <laughs> let somebody take me out for the holidays. Okay. Right. Buy me some flowers. Damn it. I want roses, white and red. Cause you know, sometimes you got to be specific out here. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you have to be specific. That way your manifestations come true. Period. Very specific. Listen, yeah. So if and when I give me some nice white and red roses, I'll be sure to tell you. Tell oh, you sure. yeah. Tag me on that. <laughs> <laughs> I no. love it. All right, my loves. So we are back with this episode of Mystic Moments featuring Madi at Illis Divinity. Now, you know, we already had to take a little break. Get ourselves ready. Get these tarot cards ready. We had to speak to the spirits, y'all. Yes. <laughs> 
to see what's going on in Aquarius season. Right. Thank you, spirit guys, for all of the tea that you are getting ready to spill the hot piping tea, because I can already tell Aquarius season is about to take off. So the way that it's going to work today is Mari actually pulled a couple of cards while we were on the break. I'm going to jump in with the Oracle card to kind of just like tie it all in. I don't even know what's about to pop out. So please, can you can you fill our cups today? Absolutely. So the first card that came up was the Hierophant card. And mm. this is giving me energy of following through on our commitments mm -hmm. and making sure that one of those commitments is ourselves. Mm. And the Daughter of Swords and the Devil card both came out in reverse. Okay. So this energy is really telling me that what I said earlier. So this is very resonant with what I was talking about letting go of that which is not in alignment with our highest purpose and getting very clear because a lot of people out here are very confused as to what we're supposed to be doing, where our, what our path is calling us to do. The first thing you have to do is take a look at those toxic things that you've been engaging in and allowing yourself to release because this devil in reverse is really about letting go of those attachments, of getting very clear. But there is a lot of confusion. That's the thing that's coming through. Seven of Cups in reverse, Hangman in reverse. There's a resistance there right now on not really wanting to let go because there's a comfortability there. You know, the higher yeah. fund is very much like that Taurus card. And mm -hmm. Tauruses are very stubborn. They stubborn. know they like what they like and they don't want to mm -hmm. change. Mm -hmm. So this is a resistance to change. This is a resistance to change, but you know what you got to do. That's why the seven of cups is in reverse because there is clarity, but yet there's resistance still. So mm. with the cancer, I did pull one Oracle card, the cancer um, card. Mm -hmm. This is about taking care of yourself. It says the caretaker on there, actually mm. um, deep emotional care for yourself and I feel like with this devil card and the cancer card, there's a duality going on. And I do feel that the devil card is coming up because we have to address those toxic things that we are doing that are not allowing us to take good care of ourselves. Mm, would these be toxic people as well? And I absolutely. I really hate sometimes like, oh, these, these people are toxic people. But I'm like, honestly, there are just some people that are just like not good for us that we continue to spend our time around and they continue to serve as distraction. And we have yes. to remove them from our lives because all they're doing is taking it. It's toxic people, toxic thought frames or toxic thought patterns, mm -hmm. literally addictions to whatever it is, whatever your vices are, mm -hmm. all that stuff. And the double card encompasses every of all of those things so it's not just one aspect but that's why spirit is saying what are you doing what are you engaging in what is around you that is bringing you down to that level that is not allowing you to take good care of yourself for me yeah. specifically it's resting i mm -hmm. feel very um guilty when i rest and i think that stems from my childhood you know like coming from a mexican family we work hard and yeah. it's like if you lay down, it's like, get up, you're not doing enough and like this and that. Mm -hmm. So those like subconscious um, beliefs around rest is something that I'm working through myself and like allowing myself more grace, more rest. Mm -hmm. So that's one thing that is toxic that I'm working through. So it can be yeah. different for anyone, but that's specifically what I'm going to be working through for sure. And there is resistance. That's the thing. There is resistance because I feel like 
I want to do more and I want to just, you know, be out there. That's just an example for whoever's listening to kind of like question, what is it that you're doing that is not allowing you to be your, the best version of yourself? Yeah, I completely take care of yourself. And I know what mine is. Mine is like, I still am. I stopped like smoking like weed and stuff like that, but I'm still a smoker and stuff like that. And that's one of the things that I want to like let go of this year. And that's like, it just keeps kept like coming up as you were like talking. It's like, oh, these toxic patterns, these vices that I'm still holding on to that I know mm-hmm. are affecting me in some way. Um, and it's just like, you know how sometimes you hold on to something because it is comfortable. It's something I've done for probably 14. I've done it since I was like 20. I'll be 34 this year. So like almost 14 years at this point. So it's one mm-hmm. of those things that it's like even talking about is like making me uncomfortable. But I know it's one of those things that I have to discuss because the more that I like make it real and the more that I kind of like bring it up, it's just like you can get through this. You've gotten through harder things. <laughs> you don't want to discuss it. Yeah. Yeah don't want to discuss it but also it's one of those things where it's just like the more that you discuss it the more that you like make it real the more that you have the ability to like so that is something that like yep air it out literally so i love that and i also love that you brought up the cancer being like the caretaker because it's like there's other ways to take care of yourself Mm -hmm. there's various ways to be able to take care of you and i also think that like with the daughter of swords coming up in reverse it makes me think of like the plan you know what i'm saying in order yeah. to make sure that you have something kind of like situated in order to see some things through and like getting out of your head and just do it. you know what i'm saying absolutely like, we can over plan and overthink and it's another thing to really just like get out there and jay-z did say you can't heal what you don't reveal in one of his songs so that quote just you know that bar just came to mind as well yes. so talking about it you know, planning it out, writing it in a journal, whatever it is, but put it out. Don't keep it inside because cancers do tend to keep a lot of things inside. Yeah. You know, my dad, (laughs) my dad. (laughs) By default, I grew up seeing what it meant to like hold it all in. And that shit is that shit can destroy you. So definitely suggest to anybody out there, you know, whatever it is that you are struggling with, um, it's time for you to kind of like make space, like let it go. Cause all it is at you and really just like tearing you up inside. And the more that you make it real and the more that you do some of the work around kind of like the blocks that helps you to remove some of the blockages around Absolutely. what is kind of like holding you prisoner. And I also feel like with the seven of cups coming up, it's all about the choices that you make. Like there's a lot of options, but you don't have to choose everything. And you can also know that there is time for you to choose other things throughout your life. Because yeah. Just be gentle with that. I love that. We're going to get a little card ASMR for the streets out there. So I'm going to be using the Animal Apothecary deck. Um, and I'm going to see what the message that comes from here is. Just to close this reading out for us on today. Can I just get one card for the Aquarius season? <clears throat> I know. Just one, please. I said one. Y'all want to? All right. <laughs> that's fine. So I see why you want to give me two because it's pretty clear. Ha! You are a master manifester is the first card. And this is representing the crow, I believe. And yeah. metamorphosis coming up in reverse. So metamorphosis mm. is represented in the butterfly. So it's like, are you resisting your chain? Yes. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that is, yeah, I love that. Love that put together. And of course, the numbers put together are the number 34 and 10, which makes 
44 in numerology, which is a master number. And I think about that is all about just like the balance and harmony within your home, your physical home, your physical body. And I think that right now what this is like recognizing for us is like we can manifest, it's represented in the spider as well. And you have to co-create and weave your dreams along with the crow, along with the raven. And also know that metamorphosis is not immediate. It takes time. It's a slow process. Like the caterpillar has to turn into the butterfly by first going into the, taking maybe seven days, 40 days, 40 nights, maybe taking seven days, seven nights, however long, but knowing that it takes time and it is not something that is going to be brought to the surface immediately. So give yourself time to go through this transformation and know that once you learn to close up one chapter, another door, another chapter open, but you have to be courageous enough to weave your web sometimes knowing that people may not see that. People may not be, they may run into it, but they may not notice it visually, but they'll notice it when they're running into it spiritually, when they're running into a boundary, you know what I mean? Or running into, you know, you stepping into this phase of your life saying, well, I'm not doing that anymore. And you don't have to give a fucking explanation to anybody about why you're not fucking doing that anymore. Like I'm doing this because I'm doing this for my betterment. I'm doing this so that way I can take better care of myself, et cetera, et cetera. So it's just like being mindful as you step into your butterfly phase, you're going to be seen with all the colors of the wind, okay? And it's going to be it's going to be a beautiful transformation, but like do you accept yourself in this period, in this phase of emergence? And Absolutely. I think that that's going to be what Aquarius is for us. You know that spider in the in the manifestor card along with the raven, the spider always to me also represents fears. A lot of people are afraid of spiders. So working through your fears, because if you don't work through your fears, how are you going to manifest what you want to become? Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's a lot of that. And that also, to me, ties in with this like devil card, um, cancer card as well, because the cancer card relates to the moon, right? And yes. the moon is all about your fears. So you can't manifest if you're afraid of it. How are you going to yeah. get that? You know, okay. so definitely working through your fears and knowing that those fears are really there um, as your guide to where you need to focus on. Because if you ignore it, which we were just talking about, let it out. Yes. Focus on whatever you don't want to address, because if mm -hmm. you don't keep not addressing it, it's going to continue to hold you back. Ooh, the phrase, and I want to close this out, like the phrase that keep it's like literally like ringing my head. How you going to win? If you can't go within, right? Facts. How are you gonna win if you cannot go within? You have to go with order to gain the crown in order to win the prize, because you are the prize. And all that really is happening is you taking some time to go inward in order to release whatever does not kick up all the dust. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? Remove the cobwebs that the spiders may have may have created because it's a dark place. It hasn't been yeah. touched for quite some time. Shine a little light on it and let something come through <laughs> and knock out the dust. You feel what I'm saying? And knock out the dust. Yes. Okay, listen. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> it's giving, you got to take your little broom. You got to knock it out. You got to dust up a little bit and it's going to be so helpful for you. And I feel like that's what Aquarius and how we can win throughout these next couple of weeks. Yes, I love that. This has been uh, amazing. Uh, thank you so much for being here. I love it that you invited me. Thank you so much. I yes, loved it. This was so soul fulfilling. Um, and if people want to find you, where can they find you at? Where can they follow you? Do you Instagram? Do you yes. TikTok? 
so i have everything no i have instagram that's <laughs> like my main platform that's where i started years ago um so go to illis divinity at instagram i also have a twitter um i'm pretty active on twitter um but i just recently started a youtube page this month in january so yes. i'm going to be putting out videos um right now i'm doing pick a cards but i'm also going to be shifting that and still with pick a cards just to give those messages out there because i know a lot of uh people love those but i really want to talk about spiritual topics and bring guests on and do just like a whole page of like community so it's not just going to be one thing it'll be a few things but all related to spirituality and connecting to yourself and curanderismo, which is a topic that not a lot of people are talking about. And mm -hmm. it needs to be talked about more because it's a beautiful healing modality. So I'll be talking and hitting a lot of that. Yes. Oh, I'm excited. Please let me know whenever you get some videos uploaded. I need to go hit like, subscribe. So yes, go on and subscribe. Yes. I already have a few videos on there. Um, but again, they're just pick a card. So Illus Divinity on YouTube. Follow me. <laughs> I most definitely will as soon as I get off of this one too. Um, but no, that is so amazing. And I'll make sure you guys will have all of this in the write-up, in the show notes. So you can find Mariette Illis Divinity at your own leisure. Um, but no, that's it. I just wanted to say thank you so much for coming on to the show today. Thank you so much for being a part of the Mystic Moments family. You have been etched into history officially. Yay. Um, and I'm so grateful for you because this is my baby. So it's like, you know how like when you, you understand when you have your baby, you bring it over and everybody's like, oh, and they're like, oh, the baby. And it's like. <laughs> Hand it back. Yeah. <laughs> Like, thank you so much for allowing me to bring my child over to your house um, and be a part of this interview. So thank you so much. Thank you. I'm going to say this in Spanish, but muchísimas gracias por invitarme a tu podcast. I don't know how you say podcast in, in Spanish. Maybe Spanish. it's the same. <laughs> yo creo Pero que muchísimas gracias. Sí, yo creo que es lo mismo. Sí. Pero fue un honor. It was an honor. Un honor. And I hope to be back. Espero que me vuelvas a invitar. Oh, claro, <laughs> deberíamos hablar en español antes de sí. porque sí. nosotros podemos platicar en lengua, así que, okay, we'll, we'll, we'll be over here chit-chatting away on this uh, show. <laughs> claro. We can talk in all languages, tongues okay. too. Tongues too. <laughs> Listen, we're going to stop kicking in y'all's ear, but thank you all so much for listening to this episode. Y'all know where you can find me if this is your first time listening to me. My name is Gangsta Gurry, Gary DeAndre. You can find me on Instagram, Gangsta Gurry, Gangsta with an A, because we don't do that ER buster shit over here. I'm also on Miss Twitter, Gangsta Gurry, Gangsta with an A, um, G-U-R-R-Y. I also have a TikTok, so you can follow me, Gary DeAndre, D-A-N-D-R-E, because TikTok is rude and doesn't allow me to use apostrophes, even though my name has an apostrophe in it, but that's another story for another fucking day. Anyway, love you all so much. Thank you again for listening. I will see you in El Mes de Febrero. Febrero. I don't know why I said it like that. Bye, girl!